0: Praise God Praise God Father God thank you this morning Thank you for Jesus Thank you for your own Holy Spirit And Lord God thank you for your uh, Gift and gifting That work in us And through us God you're just awesome That's all I can say That's about all I can say Yes. Thank you. This morning. Thank you.
1: Good morning, Dr. Erica And good morning, Tedline It is a good day to be alive And I thank God for his goodness And for his mercy towards us We'll go ahead with this prophetic act I just thank you, Jesus I'm just thankful Just like you this morning, Dr. Erica And matter of fact, it's, it's every morning When I rise Thank you, Lord before my heat hit the floor is thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. See with this prophetic act. First Corinthians eleven, twenty three through twenty six. All hearts and minds focused on the Lord. But I have received of the Lord that which I also delivered unto you. That the Lord Jesus, the same night in which he was betrayed, took bread. And when he had given thanks he brake it and said Take, eat this is my body which is broken for you. This do in remembrance of me. After the same manner also he took the cup when he had supped, saying, This cup is New Testament in my blood. This do ye as oft as ye drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as ye eat this bread and drink this cup, ye do show the Lord's death till he come. Praise God. Amen.
0: know already the most extraordinary beautiful thing is taking place in uh, Minnesota a revival has broken out in the exact same spot where George Floyd died. Yep. The exact same spot where George Floyd died. A street preacher, no less. A street preacher led by God, went up there, pitched his two little tarps, brought a tin tub, to baptize people with, and revival broke out. You see, you can't think we know what God is doing. He shows us. But it's one thing that God requires us to do, and that is to trust him. In all things, to trust him. Now, I want to thank each of you, Cadliners, that when I talked about and shared what God had had me do, do you know it didn't end there? Do you know I, I was binding those demons and you were in agreement with me and we were binding those demons? Preacher said God told him to come there that the prayer work had already been done. So you got a reward in heaven. If you prayed in agreement with me, you're part of that revival. And we want to believe God that revival will break out over the world. That revival, they say, doesn't. When I talked to the people last night, yesterday, they said a couple hundred um, millennial, old people, young people. The most important thing have given their uh, have given their hearts to the Lord. Got saved. Got saved. So. I am uh, very appreciative of God this morning, and I pray. You see, what's, what's going to happen on the tail lines I don't want you to be surprised. Some people leaving. Some faces you've seen on the tail line, they're not going to be here anymore because they're going to go out and do what, whatever it is God told them to do. And I thank God for being a part of equipping them to whatever degree. And I don't know if you know it, but I took a lot, a lot of flack. When I did the program with Sheila, when when I said what God told me, oh, man, they said, she's a wacko, she's crazy, um, she can't see that. I'm 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 happy to inform you if you only are here listening this morning. I see that and much more because I have the gift of discerning of spirits, and I have the gift of yada, and I have the real gift of spiritual sight. And I'm not playing about my salvation, and I'm not playing about my relationship with God and you can have it too when you when you decide Jesus but nothing and you don't want no counterfeit gift you you don't want to be listening to a million other people when you can get the scoop right from God i mean the real scoop and that's why telling you all the time get close to God Stay close to God. And God is going to tell you the truth. I can only tell you what I filter through all my demons and all of my uh, oppression. (laughs) And then I give it to you. But when God gives it to you, it is going to be pure. It is going to be honest. It's not going to be filtered through nobody else's pain and, Nobody else's misery. It's going to be filtered through pure love, and you will not see things the same way as other people see them. You will. You cannot afford in these days we're living in right now, with all this chaos and all this confusion. You must be Jesus Redeemer focused. And you'll get the truth. And you got to be sure that you study the word for yourself, that the person who's teaching you the word and talking to you is, is, is giving you the pure word, not their own opinion. My opinion, your opinion is not going to get anybody healed. My opinion, your opinion is not going to get anybody saved. God's word spoken out of the mouth of a believer. Becomes fact if if in fact they're getting it from God, and you should be. You should be because you have God's own Holy Spirit living in you. Somebody said, "Oh, they or they say this." You know, I'm not even going to give them the pleasure of repeating it. Thing that really got me. I did not realize how many people weren't hearing from God. I didn't didn't realize how many, quote, Christians were estranged from hearing from God's own Holy Spirit. But yet and still they confess in the baptism of the Holy Spirit, brothers and sisters, the baptism of the Holy Spirit is you
2: baptize
0: into Christ. Christ is the baptizer, and the Holy Spirit is the fruit of that. What do you mean, Erica? I mean, it is our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ that baptizes you into the Holy Spirit, which means then that God's own Holy Spirit becomes alive in you, and God's own Holy Spirit gifting fruit. Everything that God is comes alive in you. You don't have to guess about no prophecy. I hear people teach this lie right here. That when God gives you a prophecy, you got to do something to make it come to pass. Biggest lie I ever heard from God. It doesn't, doesn't require measuring. It doesn't require a prophecy. Look, a prophecy from God. God told Peter. Peter, by the cop, by the time the cock crowed three times, you're gonna deny deny me. That was a prophecy from God to Peter. And whatever, the cock crowed three times, Peter denied God. God told Cain, sin lies at the door. Check yourself. Don't commit, you don't have to commit that sin. What happened? Cain slew Abel. Paul. He told another prophet about Paul. Go Ananias, lay hands on Paul's eyes, because I have anointed him to go before kings on my behalf. What happened? Ananias went where God told him to go. Paul was there, and he had told Paul, I'm sending Ananias. I'm sending a man named Ananias. And what happened? Ananias showed up, laid hands on Paul's eyes. The scales fell off his eyes. And Paul became a new man. Each one of us. But 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 this world we live in now is so many false this and false that and false the other. That somebody tell you a prophecy and then tell you you're responsible for making it come to pass. The devil is a liar. Since when does it work? The Bible says Samuel's words never fell to the ground. That means that. When the prophet Samuel prophesied something, it came to pass. I'm talking about a prophet. I'm talking about a prophetic word now. When somebody says, the Lord said, when does God become a liar? Since when does God have to guess about anything? He tells us, wait, I say, wait on the Lord. Be of good courage. Wait on the Lord. So there's some requirements on our part. We got to wait. We have to wait. But you don't have to wait when God tells you something. When God tells you something, do you realize who's telling it to you? Most of us, a lot of us don't. Due to the fact, brothers and sisters, That we've been lied to so many times. We've been tricked so many times by false this, false that, false words, false prophets, false indications, false, false, false. God calls those falsehoods. Falsehoods. And those are spirits on assignment to do just that. It caused so many falsehoods in your life, then you don't believe nothing in nobody. I saw that little trick being trying to be played. I saw it. I actually saw it in operation this past week. And you know what? When people are operating in falsehood, this is what they always say to you. You agree with me, Erica? Erica, isn't this right? Over you. And then you just, they just wear you out And then they say you agree with me And you say yeah okay Sometimes you say yeah okay Because you're tired of that demon Chirping in your ear And that's the worst thing you can do Because that was the intent of the demon In the first place The Bible says in the last days Satan was going to wear out The very patience of the saints Can you find that scripture for me And put it up there He said he's going to wear out the very patience of the saints. But patience is one of the fruits of the spirit. Patience is one of the fruits of the spirit. But why would the devil take a, a, a specific aim? And why would Jesus forewarn us? That's the good part. And and don't be so impatient. You give up before the end of the thing. Don't give up till it's till it's over. God gave me that assignment as small and 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 you know as small as it was. Just intercede here till this is over. Just the spirits you see up coming through that. Just intercede. Okay, I can do that. Real easy. Real good. That would be Daniel chapter 7 Verse 25 in the King James Version And he shall speak great words Against the Most High And shall wear out the saints of the Most High and think To change time and laws, And they shall be given Into his hand until the time And time and the dividing Of time And you know what See I was ministering to a lot of a lot of new people got saved. Don't you know that was a million demons? Each one of them people, you know, I was rejoicing, you were rejoicing, we were rejoicing at their salvation. But you still have to keep, your, keep yourself bound up in Christ Jesus because now you got unsaved people, people that were serving uh, in the kingdom of darkness, that have decided to switch over to the kingdom of light, and you be the one that led them to Christ. Don't you know? For each one of them that got saved, they had a minimum, minimum of 10 to 20 demons. And who you think those demons gonna target? they mad. Oh, they were happy. They were happy with the rioting, they were happy with the marching. And 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 you know, a lady put on Sheila uh, comments, "What is wrong with Erica Shepherd? Why she got to be seeing demons <laughs> up there and talk about demons?" Transparent. Uh, Sheila called me up. I read it. No, that's what happened. No, no, no. Sheila told me about that one because she she took the comments off. I said, don't take them. I said, Glory be to God. That lets me know that the person who saw that, that the person who related that comment to you hasn't heard from God about nothing. That means that she's spiritually ignorant and she doesn't know that the murder, even although it, it fulfilled the purpose of God, but it was still orchestrated by the enemy. And you learn that in, in a Sunday school. Sunday school, we learn about the murder of Jesus. In Sunday school, we learn about the murder of Stephen, who was a, a waiter, became preacher, became dead because he was stoned to death. The Bible says that Satan is a murderer, a murderer. Charles should have been able to see that God didn't murder George Floyd, even although he didn't stop it either. Just like you and me. The devil doesn't strike at us. You know when he really strikes at us when we get saved, because up until the time of our salvation, we on his side. We working to increase his kingdom. But the minute you change sides, woe be unto you. And he don't and he don't take a long time. The Bible says Jesus was baptized in the Jordan, and immediately after his uh, uh, water baptism and and, and the Holy Spirit came descended upon Jesus, and God spoke from heaven, this is my beloved son. He was immediately led by the Holy Spirit into the wilderness of the devil. I mean, whoa. That's 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 Sunday school. Every preacher preaches the thief coming not but for it to steal and to kill and to destroy. So I guess I guess she thought that was uh, uh not a devil in that man's eyes when he had his knees in the man's neck watching his life fluids blow down uh, uh, on the ground toward the people and watching them start hemorrhaging from the nose. I guess, I guess that wasn't the devil. Wake up! Wake up! It's no mistake about the coronavirus. Somebody knows it's not a mistake. Somebody knows if it was deliberate. It's going to come out sooner or later. But you know what? i say it until Jesus comes. The same way God said the blood of righteous Abel on the ground. Well, now I know for a certainty that God heard the, the 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 blood crying out not only did he bring use that blood to bring about and initiate a movement but we ain't seen the half of that movement yet the next step is an awakening awakening to God all over the world been crying out and praying for revival And what did God tell the children of Israel in Exodus? He said, I have heard your cry, and I have come down to deliver you. I have heard your cry, and I have come down to deliver you. Please understand something. Power greater than God's. Absolutely not. There isn't any wisdom greater than God. There isn't any purpose greater than God. The Bible says, "For right now, we see through a uh, 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 we see through a mirror, glass, darkly." But there's gonna be gonna be more to this. Because what? God has visibly manifested himself. in the thing that's most important to him, you know that, brothers and sisters? I hope you, get, if you don't get nothing else. I hope you get the thing that's most important to God in all of this. Souls. That's what it was about from the beginning. That's what it's about in the middle. And that's what it's about in the end, souls. I was so happy. So happy. I was just so happy. Another Ted had told me about a minister they know up there that was going down there with water and stuff like that. I was hoping it was him it wasn't so far see we've driven to Minnesota going up there into Canada. If it wasn't so far I'm not going I wouldn't go up there for, for violence. But I'd show sure not go up there for a revival. I'd show sure not go up there and help somebody cast out them demons. And and, and open the pathway. Open the open the you know because prayers in agreement with me shoved that enemy back, so that preacher could get in there, and it's so much more work to be done. Because revival in the Midwest, it, it would be an awesome revival, because the Midwest is so uh, dead. <laughs> spiritually dead, oh my God, you can't stay dead in revival fires, they ignite, and they just catch, they just move, move through the people and this branch, catch a fire, and you know how you, you set your fireplace and put wood in there, and then it gets hot, 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 hot in the middle. And isn't that, isn't, well, look, that's the Bible. The Bible says where sin abounds, there does grace abound much more. It's awesome for revival. Pray that all of these people out here rioting, all these people marching for freedom, marching for justice. Well, justice is a part of justification. Which is a part of salvation. Amen. Amen. And you know what else is so beautiful about this? It was. A, it's an unnamed street preacher that heard from God, obviously, and obeyed God. Can turn, bad term. Boy, that just about knocked me out. Because that's the way it should be. Get saved, get baptized. What about time? You hear me? You ought to be rejoicing. The Bible says that the angels rejoice over the saving of one soul. Angels rejoice over the saving of one's soul. And guess what? In this coronavirus, two million people have died, they say. Two million people. Two million people. A lot of dead people. And I just pray because we know some of them weren't saved. But I just pray that many of them had a chance for a deathbed salvation before they left here. Brothers and sisters, you have an opportunity to serve God in the way that pleases him the most. In a way that honors him the most. You have that opportunity. If you've been on this tail for ninety days, you know more than the average preacher. If you've been on here over ninety days, you definitely know more. And do and 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 don't worry about your perfection. Great is God that perfects himself through you. It is God that perfects Himself through you. It doesn't have anything to do with age or anything like that. Look at me, I'm a senior citizen, seventy years old. Seventy. And and people out there like commenting that they just need to get to be seventy and pray. Because every other day, I'm not going to say every day, every other day, I get a call from a teenager who's suicidal. I get a call from their mama or their daddy, from a young man or a young woman that's already attempted suicide because the devil make them think their life is hopeless, that their life is valueless, that they have no future. When I hear this coming out the mouth of a 14-year-old, that's why I called up. I called up the I was so, I was so concerned about it. I had to say, God, not another one. To do something, to help them. And the only help I know to help them with is Jesus Christ, because that's the only help that's really going to make a difference in perpetuity, into eternity. Not another 15-year-old. Not another 13-year-old. They haven't even lived long enough to live, and they don't see anything in front of them but death. I know, I know people don't want to hear this, but it's the truth. And I know that there's somebody that this is going to penetrate their soul, and you're going to do something about it. Because I believe that some of you close enough to God that you're going to obey him. I know that some of you are listening to me, that your love for God exceeds your own selfish interests and your own selfish purposes. Somebody asked me yesterday, why you do this? Why do you Why do you get up every morning at 4.35 and tell people they need to be close to Jesus? I said, because I know something they don't know. And he said, what is that? That's the only way they're going to make it. See, so you got to, you got to, Jesus said, whosoever would leave. Houses and land In this life Shall receive more in this life And in the life to come So God is not saying for family or anything like that But He said, Put me first And I've got your back Front, side, top and bottom And that of your family And your children And everything that concerns you Love me Ain't that what he said to Peter When he gave him that threefold restoration Lovest thou me Peter Feed my sheep Do you love me Peter Feed my lamb Peter Do you love me Lord you know I love you Feed my sheep That's the demonstration Of his love that God is looking for From all of us But 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 the world, especially, especially so many people, brothers and sisters, that have a God complex, they really think that they got something closer to God and more of God, and and they got something that you got to follow through them in order to get to God. Uh Uh-uh, uh-uh, God already gave you that. He gave you Jesus. He gave you Jesus. He gave you Jesus. He's the answer. He is
2: the answer. Try him.
0: You ain't got to do nothing, but try him. He's readily available because he's in your heart. He's in your heart. God's kingdom is in your heart. It's in your heart, brothers and sisters. It is, and you know why the devil mad? Because he can't get him out. <laughs> That's why he's really mad. The devil is furious. The devil, demons, witches, shamans, uh, and and a whole lot of them, sorcerers, wizards—they want to replace God in your heart with themselves. I mean, really, when we when we when we get it down to the smallest level, that's what it's about. That's really what it's all about. Don't don't let it happen. Don't let it happen. Don't let it happen. Please don't don't let it happen. The reason God blesses you and the reason God desires to bless you is so that you can become a demonstration of His blessings, a demonstration of His love right here on this earth. The reason God blesses you is He wants people to see and recognize Him through you. They'll never see him. And the reason he initiated deliverance in the first place is so you could be free enough to be a demonstration of him to those who need him. May sound hard, but it's not. It's not. You know why? Because the Bible says heaven and earth may pass away, but his word is going to remain forever. His word is who Jesus, the word, became flesh and dwelt among us, the only begotten son of God, full of grace and truth, Jesus. This morning, be like Peter, just in the part of restoration, I mean.
2: Receive
0: that word in the Bible, feed my sheep, feed my lambs. You, I, I, I remember Schambach saying one time, I was in one of his tent meetings, but he used to say it all the time on the radio, all you need is faith in God. All you need is faith in God. All you need is faith in God. Now, Scripture says, seek ye first the kingdom of what? God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added unto you. All you need is faith in God. Enemy doesn't want you to have this faith in God. Because You need faith in God. You need faith in God. You do? I do. We all do. And God has given you so many indicators. God is showing you in so many ways. The devil wants to disconnect you from your hope and your future and your faith in God. Don't, Don't let him do it. 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 So, for all of you that, again, it's time for you to leave the deadline, go in blessings. Because I'm not going to change. And you're not going to change me. My faith is rooted and grounded and immovable and unshakable in Christ Jesus. And God gives me signs, and he gives you signs as to whether or not he's pleased with your work. Anybody that is attempting to put themselves in the place of God in your life, it's time for them to get out your life. And let me assure you of one thing. When you don't do what people To be doing That's when you get on their dislike list When They start trying to tell you What God is saying to you And what God isn't saying to you I mean overall general I make statements all the time But they're just blanket statements Because I know one thing It is a job for me to try to make it into heaven and live on this earth and fight these millions of demons on my behalf and on the behalf of somebody else. I don't have time to play no games with anybody. And I don't want anybody trying to play any games with me, which is kind of like ridiculous. Because if you got the Holy Spirit for real, God will show you people's thoughts. God will show you people's agenda. God will show you people's intentions. And he'll show them yours too. But if you're honest with God and you keep your agenda out front, then ain't nobody surprised because you don't have no hidden agenda. It's the hidden agenda to get people all tripped up, tied up, and tangled up. It's the hidden agenda for sure. It's the thief. It's the murderer. It's the killer. You are entitled. Listen to this this morning. You are entitled to your own opinion. And nobody has to agree with you. It's your opinion. Nobody has to say, oh, I really like your opinion, uh, Nadia. My opinion is different than yours. Hey, that's what causes invention. That's what causes new creation. That's what causes innovation. You need to have the mind that Christ has given you. Somebody else over here might invent the body. Somebody else over here might invent a new way for the rubber to go on the wheels. Somebody over here, a, a car was not invented by one person. That space shuttle that went up in space the other day. Do you know how many scientists had to come together and put their minds together in order for that to happen? Do you know how many astronauts had to go up in space before these two last astronauts can go up in space in the name of capitalism? How about baking a cake, brothers and sisters? When you bake a cake, you got flour, eggs, sugar. And I don't know what else because I don't bake many cakes, but I know it takes a lot of stuff to go in and, and then when you make some fancy cakes, it takes a whole lot of ingredients. You know what God said? God said, One body, fit me joined together. One body fit me joined together. The eye can say, cannot say, I have no need of the knee. The ankle cannot say I have no need of the big toe. You know why? You cut your big toe off and your balance is not um, balanced anymore. One body, fitly joined together. The liver cannot say I have no need of the heart. The devil, foolishly, has to keep the body separated like that and he's doing a good job he's doing a good job I used to be like that I did but I'm not like that anymore you got some people out here who think that your life is for their utilization that you were born so they can use you No, we were born and born again so that God could use us all. It's a wonderful, wonderful time to be alive, even in the middle of all of this. Just do one thing today and leave here. Promise me. You'll keep your focus on Jesus. You will keep your focus on Jesus. And you will follow whoever you follow as they follow Christ. And that you'll be a part of the body. Just promise me that. The Bible says, you know the definition of righteousness, brothers and sisters, right standing with God. Definition of righteousness, right standing with God. And everything, everything, it won't fall into place. It will be put in place that God purposed it for One body, fitly joined together. And I can prove it to you. It's only one Holy Spirit. It's only one. Isn't that marvelous? How God in one Holy Spirit can be in each one of us, each one of us, and know the hair on each one of our heads. I mean, wow. Wow. You serve a big God. Don't bring him down to anybody's level. And don't you go down to the level of the devil. Make the devil, if he comes after you, make him come up. Make him come up to heaven and make him. He ain't going to do it. Face God for you because you sit in heavenly places, in Christ Jesus. He ain't going to come up there to get you. He ain't going to do it. But that's where you're supposed to be seated, in heavenly places, in Christ Jesus, who is seated on the right hand of the Father right now. And that's what I tell the devil. You got to come up to God to get me because I'm not coming down to your level for nothing, and you know what Satan says to that, brothers and sisters? He said, "I told you, fall down and worship me in order to worship the devil you got you got to go down you got to fall down. That's what he told Jesus he said, fall down and worship me." And Jesus said, well, it is written. It is written. It is written. It is said. It is said. It is written. It is written. Out of one of those, you got to get it. Jesus told you, stand. in having done all else, still stand and stand. And then Jesus lets you know, a good man falls seven times, and seven times the Lord picks him up. So what? Stand. Stand. And don't let nobody put no condemnation and all that junk on you. When the devil comes at you like that, you give him the word. Devil, you're going to burn in hell, and I ain't going to burn with you. You're going to burn in hell. That's for sure. And he just wants to take as many people with him as he can. Don't you be one. I don't care who becomes one. Don't you be one. You got me this morning? I feel awfully, awfully good this morning in the name of Jesus. Awfully good. Brothers and sisters, you can be proud of the prayers you pre- prayed, station of the power of God on this earth. It's already doing it. They're going to talk about you. They're going to they're gonna do everything they can to bring you down to their level. But I can assure you of this. As long as you stay with God, you won't be in the dark. You won't be left in the dark. He says he does nothing without revealing it unto his prophets. And if God got to bring a prophet from another nation, you won't be left in the dark. You won't be left not knowing. Put this, seven people, put this in that chat room. And how, how do I want to say it? Trust you, God. I see I like things simple. Just write in it, I would trust you, God. I will trust you, God. I will trust you, God. I don't see seven. Trust you, God. Now, this is what I want you to write after you do that. I want you to write, help me to trust you more. Help me to trust you more. Help me. Help me to trust you more. Help me to trust you more. Help me to trust you more. That's all you got to say. That's all you got to say. Because in the Bible, the disciples came to Jesus. It's in Matthew. It's right above the Our Father, as a matter of fact. And they said, Lord, increase our faith. The disciples had to come to Jesus and ask him to increase their faith. What do you think you and I have to do? It is God that increases our faith. And that's, that's what you're doing this morning. Help me to trust you more. Now, don't think it ain't going to be a, a, a bit of a battle because that's what the devil doesn't want you to do. does not want you to rely on Jesus. He does not want you to trust God. But when you say to Jesus, help me, always remember Peter was sinking, and he only said three words. After he has stepped out the boat to follow Jesus, I know you love Jesus. God knows you love him. But you have an enemy whose constant attempt is to keep you from receiving God's love back. Peter only said three words. Lord, save me. That's all he said. He ain't have time (laughs) thinking in those tumultuous ways after he has stepped up the boat. Lord, save me. I bet he didn't say it like this either. Lord, save me. Lord, save me. I bet you if we could have been there, old Peter was, Lord, save me. (laughs) And that's how you got to get that. Help me, Jesus. Help me. Times. I'd be driving in my truck. And I'd have to pull over the side of the road. And I would roll my windows down. I was at a point where I had to go in a direction and I didn't know exactly if I was supposed to go left or right I pulled over many times I pulled over on I-95, I-85 480, Interstate 35, 59 and I didn't even have the time because I knew if I stayed over there too long If a state trooper came back, he was going to be pulling me over, you know, thinking something was wrong. But I had time to say two words. Then I thought, no,
2: Jesus,
0: help me. And then people said, well, why are you saying so loud? I said, you forget. I got to, I got to, my voice got to reverberate through hell. And I know that you more. However, to what level you trust him at is good, but you got to go beyond that because he's taking you. He is taking you beyond that. Help me trust you more. I thank God for what he's doing. But God, we need more, more, and more. You know, I I made a note one time. Let me see if I can find it for you. I made a note to myself one time. God was talking to me about something. And um, I said to myself, Cause sometimes I make notes to myself so I don't forget. I'm gonna try to find it, but but for words, I don't know. I don't know um which notebook. I have these notebooks that I keep around me. Um, um. That I, just for that very reason. Normally I don't read them and share them with anybody, but they're notes to keep me, to keep me on track, to keep me focused, so I don't so I don't drift off into the world, ideologies of the world that'll take me away from Jesus. Because my desire is never to be taken away from Jesus. And so I wrote this note. I can't even. Well, maybe I can't find it. I was going to share it with you. Then I, yeah, you know, have a lot of them. Um, uh, I don't want to even get started. I'll be looking at them and reading them. I use that to uh, keep me, keep me, keep me focused. That's why I have on my wall. I have, I have, um, art that. Um, depicts Jesus, because I need to be I need to be saturated with Jesus day in and day out. Um, uh, I can't I got so many of these notes I can't even find. Them. I really wanted to share that one, which I can't remember how I, how I worded it. But whatever it takes, you believe God today that when you said that, especially when we said it together, God heard it. And when we, um, are on one accord, God moves. He moves. So, I don't know, i try to find, if I find it, I will ask Jessica to, to text it to you. It was one, and, and, and the reason I don't, Uh, keep a lot of things in my memory is because I'd be cluttered I pray for so many people every day and once they leave out of here I might remember something specific that happened but normally I don't even remember people's deliverance because I'd be crazy it would drive me crazy I pray for so many people that's why I don't gossip because I, I ask God once I pray for them and it's over with God You know, I don't even want to remember because, you know, I'm human, so I don't want to gossip. So I don't remember. I don't remember. And people used to say to me, well, what happened in that? I don't know. I can't tell you. I did the deliverance, and uh, either the person got free or they didn't get free. One or two things happened. And if they didn't get free, I'd like to know that so I can uh, go back and try to Straighten that out because I believe that you have a right to be delivered from everything that uh, that has you bound. Oh, I wish I could find it. But, see, I, I won't find it now. I'll find it later because I have so many of them. Um, so I'm going to close out this morning. You ask Jesus to help you. Now, trust him. Trust him. Trust him. And do not allow the devil to shake your confidence, okay? And do not allow the devil to use anybody else to shake your confidence in God. I'm telling you, God... (laughs) Is about to bless you In ways that You can't even imagine Remember what he says Over there in Ephesians Abundantly Above all You can ask or think But you must Keep your trust in God You must keep your focus on Jesus and
1: receive
0: that help you need from him to trust him more. And do not allow your confidence. Do not allow your confidence to be shaken.
2: I'm not a warrior. I too afraid to lose. For what you call calling mood to with your strength I've got no excuse Because broken people are exactly who you use so Give me I made him a king so I'm gonna trust you and give you everything Through this, this night with your.